Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, Albie, it is. It's debate night. It's Tucker with Donald Trump night. Um, it's indictment. In- Trump, Eve. Trump arrest Eve, mugshot and Eve. Exactly. So it's now it's eight thirty eight p.m. our times, so which means the debate's going to start in twenty two minutes. And the Tucker and Trump audio is going to be released. We had we did hear the promo for it, where Tucker was really asking some great questions. Where they oh, thought he'd be assassinated. Really cool. It was really. I'm like, excited. Yeah. No, that's it. Was really exciting. Who I think I think it is telling that most of the bulk of the promo is all just. Tucker, because I think the questions, the questions are better than the answer, probably. Although they played a little of Trump, and he sounded pretty good. Well, so. But he doesn't play ball. When you question him, he doesn't give you the answer you're looking for. He gives though you I what he, he wants to say. Though I think he trusts Tucker. I know, but it doesn't matter. He still he has like only 18 different things he says, and if, <laughs> he's going to give you one of those. So, but uh, anyway, I'm excited for everything. Politics is the sport that I follow, so, you know, for me, this is like... A big like Super Bowl night kind of. I mean, I'm still. I don't know how to feel about. Although that, election night, I guess. Is, Am I angry? I think probably. I think I guess election night is really like nice Super Bowl party night, but um, today is like I don't know wild card weekend or something. <laughs> we can leave the metaphors for a while. <laughs> I get it. Okay, I'm excited. You know, just for the fun of it, like I like the debate and I like the whole thing. But do you, do you realize that Fox News is raining on my parade now? Uh, how so? So I put in there a video clip that I would like you to play mm-hmm. uh, that is Ben Shapiro. And this will explain to you why Fox News is the dumbest organization on planet Earth. What the hell? Play the video. Oh, my Play goodness. the video. I am. So Fox News actually sent out, believe it or not, a debate guide for the media to cover this thing. They're out of their minds. They're out of their minds. I got to point this out. Okay, so here is what they say. This is nuts. Okay, they say that during the seven-day period, 
described during the debate below, me, during the, the time below, meaning seven days from the date of the debate and on. No media outlet can air more than a total of three minutes of excerpts from the debate in any one program, including video and audio. They're out of their minds. That's totally crazy. They're treating this like a football game or like a baseball game, which is nuts. Okay, that's nuts. This is newsworthy material involving the presidential candidates, the people who are going to represent you at the top levels of American government. And Fox News is saying that you're not allowed to hear from them unless you watch the debate live or unless you're watching Fox News. That's totally crazy. That's totally crazy. It means that when people like me recap the debate and explain to you what happened in the debate last night, Fox News is now threatening to sue people like me if I play you four minutes of the debate tomorrow, despite the fact that my show would bring them an extraordinary number of people who are who are viewers and listeners to them to take a look at their next debate. Like, how the hell is anybody supposed to actually figure out what happened in the debate unless they watched the thing live? I understand they're now trying to telescope all viewership on Fox News to the debate itself, but good luck with this. I mean, just really ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. Can they you believe this? You can only use the debate or excerpts thereof on the Internet. So, can I believe it? So, I have had a little experience in local media <coughs> um, being very proprietary. And usually there's a group of people who did debates, like Channel 5 in Boston or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're working with a couple of the Lawrence Eagle Tribune or something like that, etc. And there's these co-branded pe- media places. And they all... Um, and they all... They were always very proprietary when I would call up and ask for stuff from the Boston Herald or even from um, previously. I was like, these people are really close-minded about this, very proprietary. So um, I think it is close-minded. I think they want all eyes yeah, on the Fox debate. Yeah, but Fox News isn't but like I also Channel think, 5 I provincial idiots that are locked into like the news ecosystem of the 90s right like it well but they should be smarter than this now well sure and they can say whatever they want in their media package and i don't like i didn't know when people started reading these media packages for the debates um maybe this is somewhat boilerplate but let me tell you one thing but like a daily wire they would go after they're big enough like i don't think they're going to notice if burn barrel podcast plays more than three minutes how are they going to go after for Daily Wire didn't sign a, a contract with them on this stuff. Were they going to go after them? Because yeah, I mean, I think they lose in court because I think it's fair What's going to happen, Alice, is that in 17 minutes, people are going to start posting. Clipping. Yeah, right. Which is exactly what you would do. That's a great talk. What, what anybody would do. Um, of course. This is crazy. You think everybody's going just to them? If they're on Twitter, they're they're. They don't part want of, people posting any videos unless it's using the embed function of Fox News Video. It, it, it's all, <laughs> not only is it stupid, but it's so hypocritical. You think Fox News doesn't use C-SPAN all the time? They, of they're not, it's, Fox News probably gets most of its graphics and video from Twitter. It's, of course, it's, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, and and as in the tweet that I sent you, that was Cernovich tweeting it, uh, pointed out it's. Terrible for the candidates. I they're think this going is a tough guy against, move. This is a tough guy Murdoch move to say Tucker that yes, that this is Tucker and Elon. So you know what? You can't have us for Twitter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but it just hurts the rest of the Republican candidates because Trump and Tucker are going to be all over Twitter, mm-hmm. and it's going to be good, and there's going to be clips of it everywhere, yes. and the things that. Trump says, said, and the other candidates are screwed. That said, the clips of it everywhere are going to mostly, or at least initially, be on Twitter. 
So Baby Fox is saying, "Me, well, we should be able to re, re, relive uh, or enjoy that kind of magic too." And of course, that's what somebody who's entirely, insanely out of touch would say, because it's not the same. <laughs> of course not. The demographic that's going to www.foxnews.com is a demographic that is seventy and up generally. Well, and yeah, and if you're if that's your demographic, that is the last of the people that's watching your channel um especially now that you ask tucker then don't you think you'd want the daily wire to be playing clips from of course your you channel are. So what's, what's because essentially, there's people under 70 yes. watching the daily wire what, it, what is essentially happening here is fox news is um making sure the debate didn't happen yeah they're not showing the debate right <laughs> I mean, because if the only way to watch the debate is literally to tune into fox news mm-hmm. live then <laughs> not- generally like what I, our plan was my plan was to at starting at nine grab start playing clips of the debate on from twitter whatever the good stuff is because you have people acting as well producers i hope you're already. gonna go to the fox news twitter feed and see I'm- which clips they see fit to allow you to play <laughs> absolutely and not more than three minutes please amazing <laughs> amazing <laughs> i can't i can't everybody's insane everybody's yeah. insane um but the story i really wanted to get to today that i was like thinking about all day ever since i saw this story is well put it this way i know like a bunch of you think i was already crazy before this but i regret to inform you that i have now been radicalized Mm-hmm. I was and so mark the date. I was radicalized today, August twenty third, and um, I was radicalized of all things by an AP News article, an AP News article about the Maui wildfires. Mm-hmm. And this just gets to so many things. You were on the Jerry Callahan show this morning, and you were playing a bunch of clips of Fauci, who's right. out there talking about how you know. Science has been politicized and people just don't listen to the experts. And it's so unfortunate mm-hmm. that people don't listen to important people like him who are just trying to save lives and keep us all safe. And like, can't you just listen and, you know, respect the authorities who are trying to help you? And. If- and, and no, not, but else is that if it's dangerous disinformation, people are using their First Amendment rights, their freedom of speech. Mm-hmm to project and distribute dangerous information which she says is very dangerous you should listen to us only yeah and so i'm gonna read you some of this ap news article about what happened in the maui wildfires which i know we've already covered a whole bunch of the government screw-ups that killed people in maui but i'm gonna read you this and if you ever thought about ever listening to the government authorities and the experts blindly ever again this is going to cure you of that right. this should be like mandatory they should teach this article in school as as a class in how the government operates as flames tore through a west maui neighborhood car after car of fleeing residents headed for the only paved road out of town in a desperate race for safety and car after car was turned back toward the rapidly spreading wildfire by a barricade blocking access to Highway 30. One family swerved around the barricade and was safe in a nearby town 48 minutes later. 
Another drove their four-wheel drive car down a dirt road to escape. One man took a dirt road uphill, climbing above the fire and watching as Lahaina burned. He later picked his way through the flame, smoke, and rubble to pull survivors to safety. But dozens of others found themselves caught in a hellscape, their cars jammed together on a narrow road surrounded by flames on three sides and the rocky ocean waves on the fourth. Some died in their cars while others tried to run for safety. Incredible. So... Just we've put up a barricade. It's to keep you safe. Don't go around the barricade. Don't think you know better than us. You need to, you need to let the flames Safety's and embers right over envelop there. you and overtake your lungs until you suffocate to death out of a monotonous of caution. You can be you safe can. in 45 minutes if you ignore us, go around our stupid barricade and drive away from the approaching fire that's killing you going that we're not putting the, out no, no, because no, no. we're going psychos. Going around the barricade, we've, you, we've already spoken here. Going around the barricade that's against the rules. is disinformation. <laughs> yes. yes. No, you, the barricade we've decided. Yes. We've, experts the agree. science is that the, you stay there packed like sardines Mm-hmm. Um, and respect the barricade. This is a lot of people. The consensus is there is no debate over this. That this barricade is a good idea. This is the hard science, and we are the science. And you will not. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It, what matters is that we've made a decision that we're going to go forward with gain of function research. Wait, I mean barricades, and mm-hmm. because we know that better than you what's good for you the road closures some because of the fire some because of downed power lines contributed to making historic lahaina the site of the deadliest u.s fi- wildfire in more than a dec- in more than a century sorry but there were many problems that night in some ways the disaster began long before the fires started blah 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 goes on and on um so and later, the fire be- as the fire began to swallow homes in its path, Maui County emergency officials declined to use the emergency sirens to alert Lahaina's residents to flee. Right. That's right. The consensus is the science says that if we mm-hmm. sound the alarms... You'll run into the fires. You'll so run we don't straight into the fires. We, that is what the latest mm-hmm. science says. Yep. Just like pure- the experts agree, if we tell you masks work, that we know you'll stockpile masks that we need in the hospital. So we're going to tell you that they don't work. And yes. then we're going to tell you that they do work and that you need them. And then... A team of AP journalists documented the first hours of the wildfire by interviewing dozens of survivors and public officials. The timeline reveals the chaos that overtook the town. Um, one person woke early on August 8th, and when he hears you... T- I mean, this is incredible, by the way, mm-hmm. just the fact that today is August 23rd, and this is August 8th when this stuff happened, and it's taken this long for the press to start explaining what happened here. The press, by the way, who also listened when government said, no, you can't go in there and check things out. And the press said, okay. Mm -hmm. President Biden was being the uh, empathizer in chief again. Mm -hmm. So this guy, Shane, here woke early August 8th and... and is in his backyard when he hears a utility pole snap and sees the downed power lines ignite the grass and calls 911 at 6.37 a.m. to report the fire. The fire department declares this one contained by 9.55 a.m. The assurance puts residents at ease. The high winds have prompted the closure of some public schools for the day and others have not yet started. That means many of Lahaina's 3,000 public school students are home alone while their parents work. Contained is not controlled, however. Now, do you think they told the residents that when they said leave your kids at home Mm -hmm. everything's fine and the town is being battered by high winds while the maui county's fire crews work to extinguish the upcountry fires on the eastern half of the island the wind is toppling power poles and scattering embers like seeds in lahaina 
the neighbors said the fire reignited around 2 p.m. He records video of it spreading at 3 p.m. Uh, one Lahaina resident uh, is watching the black smoke from a vantage point closer to downtown when passersby tell him a power pole has been knocked into the tar roof of a gas station two blocks away, creating fireballs that are being blown by the wind. Hawaiian Electric then sends a news release asking Maui residents to prepare for extended outages. The utility says more than 30 power poles are down, including along the highway at the south end of Lahaina. At the same time, the fire department closes the road because of the fire. The closures block the only route out of Lahaina to the south. Two weeks later, Maui police chief says during a news conference, the officers never stopped people from leaving Lahaina that day, but did try to prevent them from driving over live power lines. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you prevented me from driving near the downed power lines and instead made me stay in the fire. Uh, the first sign of trouble for Nate Baird and Courtney Stapleton comes at 3.40 p.m. when their 9- and 10-year-old sons say they smell s'mores. By the time the family piles into the car with their dog and Baird's mother and joins a caravan of evacuating residents, parts of the subdivision are beginning to burn. A telephone pole falls behind their car, causing an accident and blocking side streets. Meanwhile, police officers knock down a fence to help others escape. Firefighters in the area became trapped themselves, losing a truck in the flames. When the family turns south to drive out of town, the way is blocked by cones and a crew working on the downed electric pole. The workers were motioning for everyone to turn back to Lahaina. They decide they don't care what the crew wants and swerves around the cones heading south. They make it to a neighboring town by 4.18 p.m. and began texting to see who else has made it out. Um, it goes on. It, this article is incredible. It tells a bunch more stories of people um, talking. It talks about people going back to rescue other people, um, you know, going back in. This was self-help because the government was... Working against them. Yeah. This is Uvalde. This is yes. Uvalde police uh, arresting parents trying to get into the school. Many of the survivors are angry and haunted by the thought that just a few minutes of notice could have saved many lives. Baird's neighbor says that the road was filled with kids who were home alone when the flames hit, he said. We needed like 10 more minutes and we could have saved a lot of kids, he said, choking back tears, Jesus. if we had had a 10 or 15 minute warning. The family ventured to a mall recently looking for a moment of normalcy in the aftermath of the tragedy and they ran into a playmate of their son. The kids just don't have a filter. So their son ran up and was telling our son, you know, this kid's dead, this kid's dead. And it's like all my son's friends that come to our house every day. Oh, my goodness. He said, and their parents were at work and they were home alone and nobody had a warning. Nobody, nobody knew. Sorry, but that's the end of the article. But like I said, like, if you're not freaking radicalized by that, by the we're not going to warn you and we're going to let the kids on your street all burn up because we're not going to give you 10 minutes warning and then we're going to block the roads to let you get out of the city as everything burns up around you like i mean <laughs> the government really does not care if you die it, it really is like uvalde it's astonishing so yeah so that's the ap article that radicalized me today and like i would hope that this is one thing i like about you is that I know that if you had our kids in the car and mm -hmm. the fire was coming up behind you, you would not respect the barricade. No, yeah, I would not respect the barricade. I would not respect, for, yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean. Believe me, yeah, I would have no, for the, first of all, the moment we were living under the guy who, the holistic water uh, hippie guy, knowing that he had a role and knowing that the, I mean, Yes, you have to. You have to assume that government is going to let you down. You've got to. You cannot wait for these people. You just cannot. Well, it's and imagine like you have the utilities workers out here 
working on the down power lines while everyone's like burning to death like i i mean like lahaina doesn't need power lines anymore there's nothing there the city's gone it's and just like it's like talk about reshuffling deck chairs on the titanic like we didn't want people to get near our work zone where we were working on the down power lines like but yeah if that doesn't make you never want to listen to a fauci or a lahaina police chief who's telling you that the fire department has the fire under control and they're going to block off some roads ever again like you can't trust these people they literally do not care if you and your family die. No, that's why whenever you know some kind of procedural central planner comes along, run like hell. Like Ken Barone from in Connecticut, the guy who's decided when cops can engage, when they can't, and if they're at a red light, they can. But if they got one tail light out, this you know this weird, uh, obscene you know thirty-seven-year-old progressive activist. And the guy who thinks the water is special in Lahaina, and then the siren the hack. And, and the people who've decided they, they know you're going to interpret the sirens the wrong way. You're going to probably run into the fire if we play that. We can't do right. the sirens because you're too stupid to figure it out. And it's, it, But you know what the thing is? And this is why, this is what, what's going to happen. They're going to give themselves a good old-fashioned B+. plus. Yeah. Mistakes we, were made, but we've yeah, learned a lot. It's like Uvalde. Remember, they were celebrating for the first two weeks before we all found out what was going oh, on. Oh, yeah, and it was like the drip, drip of information. Right. Like this. Like this. This was 15 days ago that this happened now. And in, in just imagine like that. what the POS from CNN was doing, Bill Weir, saying oh, Biden was there and it was uh, the empathizer-in-chief and they want to make sure that people... That they get the but of course they were having a media-free zone. Of course they didn't course. want Will Kane in their reporting. Of course they didn't want the AP talking to There's these no people. There's no such thing as a media-free zone. That's another thing. Yeah, we you live in America, in you a-holes. Yes. No, nothing. <laughs> like, you go in. That's, I mean, that's the, the... But of course they wanted a media-free zone because they didn't want the media to find out that they burned a bunch of kids alive. Yeah. For no freaking reason. I'm sorry. Just seeing what I've seen from the Connecticut television news media, mm-hmm. they do the same. They would say, oh, okay, we'll wait out here. When we don't want to hamper your important rescue s- efforts. You're the experts press after conference. all. Meanwhile, Authorities. Meanwhile, uh, yeah, the, you know, the, Biden's promised $700 uh, to shut up these parents. Uh, and uh, down the street a few miles away, the FEMA people are staying at the Four Seasons for $1,000 a night. <laughs> yeah, this is, it's, these, it's rubbish. Yeah, that, that story is... Uh, yeah, it's never, never. Can't you can't tether yourself to government like that? No, you can't. They, I, you absolutely cannot trust these people. No, I, you know what? To a lesser degree, I will add in the lead remediation to our house. I know it's not children dying, but it is the moment you allow the system. The system gets triggered by the pediatrician. Mm-hmm. Who is just going through the procedure, and then once you're in the system, once they've got you, and then the corruption, the because COVID happened, you never had got a chance to write about this like you wanted to. Mm-hmm. But not only it, did it torpedo us financially for no reason, there was nothing in our house that was lead that was a problem. Oh yeah, by the time we did the lead remediation of the house, the kid 
had had an undetectable lead level in his blood for it like nine months. Because the only thing was an old steamer trunk that we had bought. That was mm-hmm. the thing that was lead that we used as a coffee table. That was it. But we got rid of that, but it didn't matter. Then mm-hmm. in, in they sent this incompetent around who's... Ugh, yeah. It was just whatever. And I'm just saying this is a government, government is oh, so yeah. pernicious. And that's like really them financially destroying you and taking you to court and trying to ruin your life that way. That's like the least of the bad stuff they can do when you see something like what happened on Maui. Yeah. And I think about they it. They can actually like more. get you or your family killed. Like yes. on purpose, basically. And even more when uh, when I think about like that, that guy who was writing the threats who got killed by the feds a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Or the Ruby Ridge thing where it's some, okay, so there's a reason why you guys have to put a bullet into the head of this guy's fourteen year old kid. There's a reason why it had to happen. it was so important. Mm-hmm. You know, and or the or the David Koresh Waco, stuff. Yeah. Which they patted them but at the time, by the way, I believed in every institution of the federal government. I was like, Yeah, kick ass, this is great. Mm-hmm. You know, but and they patted themselves in the back. Mission accomplished. Yeah, you killed everybody in the place. Mission accomplished. Yeah. God, these are not. It's just. It's just not the truth that our best people are in government. Certainly. And not. even if it were the best people, even if it were the best people, when the bleep hits a fan at the end of the day, like you need to let people make snap decisions and judgments in the moment where they are. You know, it it can't come from the top down because those people, even if they are the, quote, best people, this is why the central planning never works. Even if those people are the experts in their field and the best people and whatever, they're not on the ground and seeing what people are seeing and they don't know what's going on. And you can't just keep going like nothing's wrong and keep enforcing stupid rules when nothing's when when everything's happening. You know what I mean? Like you can't expect people to abide by your stupid traffic cones and we're training a nation of people who are going to sit behind the traffic cones and burn to death rather than freaking knock everything over and get out of dodge you know because they assume that somebody knows better and is has their best interests at heart like it's insane to me that people think that way but it's you know, it's everything. It's like on a small scale as as far down as... In, and I know like people think I'm crazy for this, but like every year, every year in the Facebook groups, no matter what town you live in, somebody who's newly moved to your town is going to post on there and ask what time trick-or-treating is. Yes. And what yes. day Halloween is held, if it's yes. held actually on Halloween or a different day. And when I was a kid, that did not happen. People didn't ask when trick-or-treating was held because it wasn't a thing that was held. And I don't understand. I'm like, do you call up the town government and ask what time your kid is allowed to open their stocking on Christmas morning? Like, I don't understand. Like, Halloween is just something that people do. You don't need, like, permission from the town to go knock on someone's door and say trick-or-treat. It's not a thing. But, like, and, and we saw it during COVID. Like, a bunch of people to stay on the Halloween theme did do this during COVID. We're like, oh, I, you know, are we allowed to go trick-or-treating still? Can we have Christmas this year? <laughs> I know, Jeez. like, I know. But there's a bunch of people that think this way. And, like, it's funny that they're, like, so absurd and ridiculous. But, like, you can see that when you, when you train people to look to the authorities and the experts for like every little thing and to listen when it's every little thing like this that 
that you set people up for really dangerous situations. Even like, even in the Uvalde case, do you remember the mom that they arrested? Of course, had to go in. That had to go in and get her own kids out of the school while they were screwing around and not killing the shooter. Like, and kids were bleeding to death. It's, I mean. The people who are the heroes of these stories and the people who, you know, at the end of the day, make it out okay and live to tell you about it are the people who didn't listen to anyone, you know, at the threat sometimes of like arrest and, you know, not following the rules. But the people who follow the rules, like you're not going to get a little Boy Scout award for following all their stupid rules when you're dead. No, you're just not like look out for you and look out for your kids and look out for your neighbors and try and help people. But like, do not listen to these people. They're just going to get you killed. Correct. They're just going to get you killed. Would you like to do the chat chat today or would you like to do more news stories or would you like to just jump to the debate and hop on a Twitter space later? Washington, D.C. is about 100 miles north of Richmond. Oh, I told Jerry they'd talk about this song. It was my prop bet with Jerry. I Get saw that. Oh, what happened? Oh. Why are we hearing so much of this? Whoa! <laughs> Fox News, how could you let this happen? Just don't play more than three minutes. So, Governor DeSantis... Why is this song striking such a nerve in this country right now? What do you think it means? Our country is in decline. This decline is not inevitable. It's a choice. We need to send Joe Biden. Come on, Ronnie. Uh Uh-oh, we might have crashed the servers. Back to his basement and reverse American decline. Not that great a line, but we must reverse Bidenomics so that middle class families have a chance to succeed again. We cannot. Is that a little jujitsu there? If you huh? with the Bidenomics, you can't afford groceries, a car or a new home while Hunter Biden can make hundreds of thousands of dollars on lousy paintings. That is wrong. Just like we they wrote are, it up. We also cannot succeed when the Congress spends trillions and trillions of dollars. Those rich men north of Richmond Ooh. have put us in this situation. And finally, we need to lower your gas prices. We're going to open up all energy production. We will be energy dominant again in this country. I showed it could be done. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. In the state of Florida, I pledge to you as your president, we will get the job done and I will not let you down. Get the feeling uh, Ron knew this uh, question was coming. Governor Christie, do you agree with Governor DeSantis just said there? And why would you be better on the economy than him? Well, look, I do agree predominantly with what Governor DeSantis just laid out. I think that if you asked every one of us up here that we would agree predominantly with what he just laid out. Here's the difference. The difference is that we're going to have to work and make sure that we sell these ideas and we able to be able to put ourselves in a position where we get a majority of the vote, not only by winning the Congress and the Senate in 24, but also by having someone who's had the experience of doing it. Now, I was elected as a conservative Republican in a blue state with 61% of the vote, with a Democratic legislature against me the entire time. And we still, through hard, strong decision-making, brought them around to our point of view. We cut taxes in New Jersey. We cut debt in New Jersey. We made sure that each and every time we were confronted with bad democratic ideas, we stood and stopped them. And when there were good ideas, we brought people I mean, does he really want to go toe-to-toe with DeSantis on which state was better run, New Jersey under Chris Christie or Florida under DeSantis? It seems like an unforced error to me. Yeah, I just want to hear the applause to see how packed DeSantis has this place. Because every dollar they spend is a dollar that these people Yeah, they are. He has it full of people. He has all his surrogates there doing everything. Yeah, it's all full of Trump people. Oh, little hang up. He sent all his commentators too. Yeah, but don't they? Can't they be barred from grandchildren? The- no, no. There, he has all his people in the spin room. Fox is letting Carrie Lake in there and everybody. Country and it's wrong. Well, go- come on, Brett. Follow up. I want to hear if there's an applause. There's not people that hate Christie. Right, let me just follow up very quickly. Oh, New there's Jersey, a when you- Not, not like Fred DeSantis. But- you were governor. Had the second low. Credit rating in the nation after oh, Illinois. Nice by Brett Bear. Times. Yeah, and and that's what the happens when you a good time here. a blue state that has done. There you go. Well, anyway, we'll we'll pop in and out here. But yes, I think we should do the chat chat. Where is the chat chat? Is it up here somewhere? I mean, I have it. There's a bunch of messages there. Hold on, let me see. Let me see where it is. I get all sorts of stuff happening here. Uh, shut, 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 Okay, hold on. Hold on. Still, else. Um, some commentary, by the way, on our um 5K results from 2012. I saw that. I've responded. I've seen. Somebody been... responded back to you. Oh, really? It was unkind. What? <laughs> you are unkind. I don't think somebody would do that. No, but um, you know. Well, read those. It's, read it. No, it's rude. People can go find it if they want to go find it. But yeah, that's your Oktoberfest 5K shirt that you were wearing um, the other day that is not a new shirt, but an old shirt, but it's a shirt that you can newly wear. Thanks. That's right. I've, I've, recla- I've reclaimed it. I have to find the pipe stave thing. What is it? Speak pipe. Hold on. <laughs> Pipe Stave is our dump in our ritzy town. That's what it's called. Not the dump we live in. That's the <laughs> dump that we throw our garbage in. Um, yeah, but it has a name that's not the town dump because it has to 
be fancy and they don't let us throw out as much of our stuff in the trash as we should be able to. Speaking of bad government decisions. Bad government trash and recycling contracts. Okay, I'll try the third possibility. It's the same password every time. Are you able to speak? Um, well, I kind of have like used up my. If I knew, Just talk the, about something. okay. Well, I'll talk. I'll, I'll talk about. I'll bring up the other story that I wanted to talk about, which is what Charlie Kirk tweeted today. Did you see this? I about? did not see this. Um, I'm in, by the way, but I did not okay. see this. Um, so Charlie Kirk. Um, tweeted today um whiteness is great be proud of who you are great so i um uh <sighs> i'm not i are you i mean like are you proud of your whiteness no i'm not <laughs> proud, of, proud of my whiteness at all my it's physicality like, generally disappointing to say I just like don't I mean I'm into being Serbian I like that like I think that's cool and fun and like I'm into our family history and our heritage like I like looking up stuff about Shattuck history when we go to Vermont and talking to the people at the historical society about it but I like I mean I'm proud of who we are but not of our whiteness like I just don't what an odd and it just seems to me to be such a like if like it's falling for a trap like you have these like black identitarians who are you know going around like claiming black people invented the light bulb and stuff and like made up history about things and you know the black hebrew israelites and whatever like i you know who are doing silly stuff like we you don't have to buy in you don't have to, like, go compete with the dumbest, like, Al Sharpton race hustlers of, like, that whole movement. Like, you don't have to involve yourself in that. You don't have to become that of white people. Like, it doesn't, it's such a, like, it's such an unforced error and such an L to me to be like, oh, I'm so proud of my whiteness. Like, totally I know, It's so pathetic. Like, I just, I think it's super lame. See my guy V? Here we go. All right. Why should voters choose you over more experienced politicians on this stage? Uh, you're basically, you know, a blank slate for people. You're 38 years old. Uh, you've said that you only voted in two presidential elections before this moment, this political race. So first, let me just address a question that is on everybody's mind at home tonight. Who the heck is this skinny guy with a funny last name? And what the heck is he doing in the middle of this debate stage? I'll tell you, I'm not a politician, Brett. You're right about that. I'm an entrepreneur. My parents came to this country with no money 40 years ago. I have gone on to found multi-billion dollar companies. I did it while marrying my wife, Apoorva, raising our two sons, following our faith in God. That is the American dream. And I am genuinely worried that that American dream will not exist for our two sons and their generation unless we do something about it. And I do think Brett is going to take an outsider because for a long time we have professional politicians in the Ooh, Republican Party who have been running from to something. The entire field now is our around. moment to start running to something, to our vision of what it means to be Ooh. an American today. If you have a broken car, you don't turn over the keys to the people who broke it again. You hand it over to a new generation to actually fix Ooh. the problem. That's why I'm in this race and we're just getting warmed With up. With the exception of Donald Trump, him you do give the keys to. <laughs> so why are you better 
positioned to turn around this economy that we've Ugh. heard all of these voters talking about yeah. tonight. Mr. Ramaswamy, who is a successful entrepreneur nationally right now, he's beating you in the polls. Well, I don't care about polls. What I care about the fact is that no one is telling the American people the truth. The truth is that Biden didn't do this to us. Our Republicans did this to us too. When they passed that $2.2 trillion COVID stimulus bill, they left us with 90 million people on Medicaid, 42 million people on food stamps. No one has told you how to fix it. I'll tell you how to fix it. They need to stop the spending. They need to stop the borrowing. They need to eliminate the earmarks that the Republicans brought back in. And they need to make sure they understand these are taxpayer dollars. It's not their dollars. And while they're all saying this, you have Ron DeSantis, you've got Tim Scott, Ooh. you've got Mike Pence. They all voted to raise the debt. And Donald Trump added $8 trillion to our debt and our kids are never like gonna we've talked about star is born wow like we've talked about the <clears throat> high the heels pinning the COVID debt on donald trump is a bit of a cheap shot all right and let's do the pipe uh pipe steve okay okay bb of course brought to us by chelsea fire wicked hot bb burn barrel paul in the car paul in the car like moab paul. them all i used to love the moab mm-hmm. you don't remember what that is mother of all bombs right uh, I love acronyms. Hi, guys. Paul in the car. Hey, Paul. Um, two quick things on the Hurricane episode. Yes. Uh, first of all, how appropriate is it that that comes from the state of California or is associated with California? You just can't make it up yep. anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, just another reason we need to line up all of our Moabs along the border of that state, press the button, and push it out to sea. Correct. Uh, the all for the better, I think, as a country. And secondly, mm-hmm. um, Riggers with good. an R, to clarify. Great mother. Um, I can't believe, I don't pay attention to the news, at least to the degree that, you know, you guys are catching clips. I know it's for the show, but um, my God, that, I can't believe that is also a thing. Just the shaking Riggers. my head the whole time I was listening. Can you that. imagine? So, great job as always. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Paul. Yeah, we are not afraid in this country. It's just too bad. I understand... If it was just like Stalinist, uh, you know, progressive zombies that took over, that's one thing. This is just stupidity. We died of stupidity. We died because we had it too good. Literally, we're eating ourselves to death in this country. And Mm -hmm. we're, you know, malnourished intellectually. There's nothing. Yeah. Uh, SFM. Steve from Merrimack. Biden sound cuts. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. A um, couple of things. One is, uh, enjoyed your appearance on Jerry this Thank morning. You. But uh, I think I was listening for about 15 minutes, and you had not uttered a word. Mm-hmm. Jerry was just going on and on. And I, I, I kept saying to myself, like, I think Tom is supposed to be on the show. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. finally I heard your voice trying desperately to get a word in edgewise, <laughs> but yeah. I guess Jerry's not used to uh, having a guest or a co-host because he doesn't have very many. It's but not, it's uh, been a while, yeah. I listen to Jerry's show every day, and uh, I love Jerry, but that was that was kind of maddening. Yeah, well, it's not as if, like, I didn't come in. I was I was jumping in pressing buttons for Montante. Who was jumping who in, was pressing, jumping in buttons. pressing buttons for Craig. So it wasn't as if I was just the co-host where... Uh, so I... I 
I did try to get in there first, but he's changed it up a little bit where he kind of goes through a rundown at the front mm-hmm. end. So those first few minutes, the first 15 minutes, is kind of just him. Then I was trying to get in. And yeah, I he had has to kind of his routine. But, but, but I did notice and remember again that if you really just barrel in and start interrupting him, then he will, that he will, he will stop. I just mm-hmm. think that he's, he's trained. But he has standards. You better be good if you're going to interrupt and barrel in with something. Well, right, right. And actually, probably, the although I'm not a great broadcaster, but the, the roles could probably be reversed. If I was doing the driving, Jerry's a funnier guy. Like, his mm-hmm. the stuff he says, is, he's just a funny bastard. Um, but um, but who knows? I, I, liked, uh, I liked being in there. I liked, I, I, I've always liked uh, having a rapport with him. It's also different. It, it's just simply not as easy doing stuff on Zoom. So if we were there, if you're talking to each other, literally we'd be locked in contact, mm-hmm. and it's 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 just it's just different. But I liked it. I thought it was yeah. a good show. We're I blessed to be able to do this yeah. from the same room every day. It's really special. Yes, it is, Alice. You look nice. What was the thing you said? Oh, you, you tore me asunder. Oh, you <laughs> what last did I night. Do? I kept that in, by the way. What did I do? You you did something that prompted me to call you an a hole. Uh, was that yesterday's right, or was that the day before's? I don't remember. Uh, second thing is, yes. I, I just got to tell you, between Howie's show, the Barrel, and Jerry's show, I've heard these Biden sound cuts mm. like three times now, mm-hmm. and I just I cannot take it anymore. Yeah, and I can't be alone in this. Like this man is is a lunatic. And I yeah. feel so yeah. horrible for the people in Lahaina who th- th- this guy came and talked about himself, and it's so embarrassingly bad. It's so egregious. But nobody in the mainstream media is, is reporting on it outside of conservatives places. Yeah. But more importantly, where is the member of his staff? Where is his wife? Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah. pulling, uh, you know, getting the hook out and removing this guy. Or where is Jill, like, just walking up to him and going, honey, honey, let's talk about that some other time. Let's concentrate <laughs> on the next about your here. Corvette, I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, it's yeah. so awful. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, I hear, you, I hear you, Steve. And, and like, yeah, like, honey, let's talk, like, let, honey, let's recite the funny story about how the Corvette survived the fire some other occasion, maybe. But have they just all drunk the Kool-Aid and they've like bought into this idea that he's the quote empathizer in chief and people just enjoy his cute Uncle Joe's corny stories that are half made I, up or I don't know. like do they think that it's likable? I like are they just too close to it where they can't I see how it looks from the outside anymore? I think anymore? that they're so afraid of the uh, emotional toll they would take from um, from acting out the incredible buyer's remorse that they know that they have, mm-hmm. that they're just pretending it's not happening. <laughs> not happening. Hey, guys, Steve from Gloucester. Hi, Steve. Let me first say that I do not support or condone any of Kirk's comments about either one of you on oh. his Tuesday podcast. I he support was, the he ones about some, Tom and condone them. He was very sweet, Alice, and <laughs> he is, um, I think, let me just tell you this, I get the feeling that we're going to get a custom KMS onesie, because he's looking <laughs> forward to be calling to be called Uncle Kirky. still believe that Tom would be a great second chair, and Thank Alice, you. I think you'd be a good producer on that show, because Ooh. you produced for Jerry a few times, so I think... That's right. 
both of you should get a shot on KMF. That's true. And second... John Stewart famously thought that I should produce for Kirk, which is not... I, I love John Stewart, but I don't think Kirk. I don't think that that would be a good idea yeah, for a variety of reasons. So, so you know, um, who was saying? But it John today? Stewart was a great person. So, Clemmer was saying it today that you know that Montante was good because he has the ability to be a snake and like an evil snake, and producers need that. Alice mm-hmm. does not have that. I mean, she's used it on me. <laughs> I mean, if you can somehow do that. Then, That's why I'm good with you, is because I'm an evil snake to you. <laughs> if and when the time comes that you both would like to come down to Gloucester, Ooh. I will definitely show you a outstanding bar slash restaurant where you would absolutely enjoy yourselves. And Tom, you'd be paying, of course. All right, guys, take care. Bye. Beautiful. Absolutely. Alice controls my purse strings, so that is fine with us. <laughs> okay. Very nice. Uh, BBP Brown Barrel Podcast Recess Ass Whooping <laughs> Okay Hey Tom, hey Alice Hey I was listening to the episode where you mentioned that the front runner for your new child's name was Vandy Yes mm-hmm. uh, Yikes um, I actually rewound it <laughs> make sure I hadn't had a stroke. Uh, I'm guessing you guys are just going to go ahead and kick his ass every day before he goes to school so he'll know what to expect at recess. Oh, good luck with that kid. Kids really aren't mean to each other anymore. Well, Alice, but I mean, you. Yeah, I like Vandy because it sounds like preppy, like a kid who's on the sailing preppy. team and wears pink shorts or something. That guy needs <laughs> deserves an ass kicking. Actually, I like that. Um, well, here's my my problem is like okay. Vandy sounds like candy. It's like uh, it's not a masculine name. It's it's only a masculine name in the sense that it kind of sounds like an elf. So. The Vandy I knew, Vandy French, or mm-hmm. I really knew his brother. I didn't know, really know. Although him. somebody told me he could go by Van, too. Which is Van? not bad. I knew a Van Papadopoulos, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah. Maybe uh, he wasn't a Vander, probably, because that's a Greek name, a Vander. M- yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I think a Vander's a nice name. And, I, and I'm fine with Vandy, too. But you have to understand that Vandy French was a legendarily good soccer player in Winchester. But he was the right kind of people. You would have liked that, Alice. Good it sounds like a name that the right kind of people have. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. Like I said, I'm not fully committed. I haven't decided. I'm, we're out of boys' names, so we've used them all now. We've had all the boys. Well, we said I said uh, Lynn. I like Lynn. L-Y-N-N. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and Robin's in the mix, kind Robin's of. Robin's will... will like Christopher Robin from the Winnie the Pooh. It's also a type of bird. It is a type of bird. Very true. BB. Burn barrel. Paul in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cat that didn't die. <laughs> hey, guys. Paul in the car. Hi, Paul. Um, so that Biden clip of him with the <laughs> folks in Maui and talking about his Corvette that didn't burn and his cat is probably still running around somewhere. I mean, that has to be has to be the worst I might even want to call it presidential moment but the worst moment of a presidential career ever right I mean it's insensitive thing maybe, maybe I'm missing I mean I'm only 43 so maybe it's maybe I'm gotta missing be up there. something from 
a hundred years ago that was more embarrassing, but that has to be the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard. It's cringe-worthy listening yes. to you guys replay it, and I've heard it a handful of times before, and it just makes you want to slap the guy. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's an insane thing Thanks. to say. And, you know, we all know people like that. Like, I have one friend who's like that, that anything bad that happens is about her. Yes. So, like, you know, anytime there's a shooting, it's, like, at a place that she sometimes goes to. So, it's, like, about her. And, you know, anytime you have a story. It's really such a sign of emotional immaturity. Yes. When people, when like everything you say, and it, it's a very natural thing. Like children do that. Yes. Like you say something, and the person says back, "Oh well, I know about that because X Y Z happened to me," but that it's something children do because it's not really you hearing the other person and responding. No. And sympathizing with them, it's you getting the the. The nod that you can take the stage again mm-hmm. and have the ball back. And, oh, and, my turn to tell about yeah. what happened to me. Yeah, no, and I, I do think that he th- thinks, and Jill thinks that oh, this he just no one knows how to charm a room like Joe, and he never has. He never has known. He's not a charming guy. I, like mm-hmm. I said, I've seen him on up close once on one occasion, talking to a bunch of um, inner city kids um, at the convention. This is a spot, you know, not in front of cameras. Um, and he was good. He sounded like he does. Man, you can do anything. Man, you're doing, you know, it was his flim flam, but it was positive flim flam, and they all liked it, you know? Yeah. So maybe he likes doing that, but at the same time, the, 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 his actions belie his words, and now his words belie the, the myth. So. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check in for a second here because Alice's favorite um, to f- in the presidential field is about to answer a question. Ronnie D. Thank you, Grant. Delighted to be here tonight. Oh. Let me just tell you that I'm like a pro-life him. governor from a conservative state that have a conservative record in which I lowered taxes in Arkansas as governor. I created a $2 billion surplus that I passed over to my successor, and I made sure that we shrunk the size of government. We have 14% fewer Once state again, employees in Arkansas. What are we doing after I left trying to I took play most conservative governor when DeSantis is on the stage? That's what we need in Washington, D.C. We need somebody like, I don't who understand. can actually constrain the growth of the federal government. That can actually reduce the size. Like, if you're going to make an argument, we need somebody who's done all this stuff as an executive. There's only one person there who's the best at it, right? That's a specific pledge to make that attacks the administrative state. And let me applaud. Chris Christie was a sucky governor. Issa Hutchinson was a sucky governor. I mean, I'm sure he was fine. But prosecutor, I've served our country in terms of being head of the DEA in Homeland Security in times of crisis. And while I think that that's experience, that is important. Okay, let's see. Talk about, too, like not knowing what time it is and like not being able to read the room and understand why the voters are. Does it strike you that like being the head of the DEA is like really a big like place where conservatives are like, yeah, three letter government agency guy. And now indictment. How do you spell assassinated? ASS. Okay. And then, then again, right? 
I don't know. I think there's one S in the second one. I can't without seeing it. Yeah, uh, no, it's twice. Okay. I'm just trying to see if I can find that cut <clears throat> now that it's been released. It does look weird now that I'm seeing it, though. But yeah, that's my gut feeling. Though you were just trying to get me to spell a bad word. In high school, my geometry teacher, who was not from the U.S., was a great guy. Um, there's, um, you know, certain rules in geometry where you have, like, a side-angle-side rule or a side-side-angle rule about things. And he said that when he first became a teacher, he wrote it, the angle-side-side -side rule, A-S-S, -S, and that the students Ooh. laughed at him. <sighs> so now he doesn't write it that way. There, it started with protests against you, massive protests, what? organized protests by the left, and then it moved to impeachment twice. Right. And now indictment. I mean, the next stage is, is violence. Is, are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you, honestly? Uh, they're savage animals. They are people that are sick, really sick. You have great people in the Democrat party. You have great people that are Democrats. Most yeah. of the people in our country are fantastic, and I'm representing everybody. I'm not just Republicans or conservatives. Right. I represent everybody. I'm the president of everybody. But I've seen what they do. I've seen the lengths that they go to. It's like, why would he answer with... the most interesting part of the question? He doesn't do that, like I was saying before. Mm. He doesn't do that. Someone else has got to be running the government. Well, somebody else has to be. Uh, I don't think he's capable of doing no. anything. Look, when I debated him, I said, how come, and this was in front of, probably not a friend of yours, Chris Wallace, he was the moderator. Not a friend. I said, why, did, <laughs> why is it? He wants to be Mike, but he doesn't have the talent. It's one it's of those bitchy little, little man. He wanted to be his Ooh, father, okay. but he didn't have the talent of his father. His father was great. His he's father. A little fussy man. His father interviewed Ooh. me in 60 Minutes. It was actually like, a 10. Can you believe it? No, I totally believe like, it. His father got, had talent, at no, least. I may have been the only guy that he gave Ooh. a good 60 Minutes to. He was rough. Really? His father was tough. He was great, though. He was great at what he did. But uh, Chris Wallace was so upset. He was guarding this guy, who wouldn't do a show, by the way. You know, he wouldn't do I figured... I didn't mind Chris Wallace because uh, he wouldn't do, Biden wouldn't do a show. And it was very obvious, you know, he kept asking him and asking, but he wouldn't do the show. So I figured he's got to like me, but he came from a different planet. But remember <laughs> when I asked the question, why oh, is it that so funny. the mayor of Moscow's wife is allowed to give you three and a half million dollars? Don't forget, that was brought up now. It's brought up all the time, but that was brought up by me long before anyone ever heard of it. It's true. I said, the mayor of Moscow's wife giving you three and a half million dollars. What did you do to deserve three and a half million dollars to Biden? And Chris Wallace said, this doesn't, uh, this has nothing to do with the debate. <laughs> I mean, he fought. He got in the way of the question. No, he, well, it was, it was crazy. And I said, well, wait a minute. He got three and a half million from the mayor of Moscow's wife. Now, people forget that. But if you go back and take a look, you will see. And Chris Wallace didn't want me to ask that question. I said, I think it's a very appropriate question. It turned out to be much more appropriate than people thought. Good stuff. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, he may go in there and remind people why they like Trump, which is stuff like that. Like, that he was right about everything. Tucker scorched earth, too. Tucker's more, more, uh, extreme. I mean, I definitely think he's been trying to, like, flirt with that more 
in his Tucker on X um, incarnation, don't you think? Uh, like with yes. the aliens and the conspiracy theories and stuff. A bit more so, too. Why aren't you at the Fox News debate tonight in Milwaukee? Well, oh, well this is their promo. Okay, I guess that. All right. That'll um, that'll have to do for now. We'll ha- well, we'll have some more stuff tomorrow. Obviously, yeah, we'll be talking debate and everything tomorrow when we've seen everything like you have. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Well, you, you started might, off strong. You can play the exit music anytime. You know. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll see you tomorrow after the debate. I'm like starting my outro. You're supposed to play the exit music. You can, of course, um, if you usually want, we do, usually do do it as a live stream. That's at patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can join for that. Or you can always watch the show and listen to it for free. You can find all the links to stuff like that. YouTube, Rumble, your favorite podcast app, burnbarrelpodcast.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.